previously on Attempted Adventure. So Derek is left alive. He's asleep. Yes! Nate, Nate! Yeah. Right, I want to parade him into town first. Portia is leading the parade back into town. Much of the town has gathered around you, and Portia slaps uh, Derek down against this statue on the pedestal. Boarding Wallensby comes striding into the center of the courtyard, and he says, You fucking did it! Boarding kneels down in front of Derek. He looks at him and he says, You tell your fucking army. <laughs> If they come around, I got a whole lot of T-Rex waiting to fuck them up. <laughs> you enter the temple. Uh, stuff's about to start pretty soon. Come out looking nice. Cal appears on the platform and you walk her down the aisle and in through the door walks Morgana on Olin Fair's arm. And he leads a ceremony for them and they are married. Welcome back, adventurer. Are you ready to give it a try? Okay. So, last we left off was the wedding, and we're starting this uh, session about a month and a half later. Because there's been no major input, no major clues or anything that have, that have come to particular leads. So, you've kind of been on standby. You're allowed to leave the temple, and I asked you each to come to the table with a little journey that you maybe went on, a solo journey in this month and a half that you've had off. So who wants to start? So Portia was feeling a little homesick. And she went into the kitchen, and she took Olma, and she taught her how to make donuts. And I've been <gasps> doing that for a month. It took a full month to teach yes. her how to make donuts. Oh. She's not well, like we're in a new like place, so it took yeah. a long time to get the ingredients. Mm -hmm. But I... I made them, and people I liked them. Oh. And people liked them. <laughs> and is that, so is that like a, is that like a delicacy that Oma now makes, mm -hmm. particularly for you, but everyone else? And she perfected it. <gasps> wow. She did a good job. So, That's so cute. The student becomes the teacher. Mm. How sweet. That's what I did for an entire month. <laughs> no <laughs> sleeping, just don't <laughs> Oma's like, please, push. <laughs> no. Uh, what did Fenian do? Fenian left. He figured it was probably time <laughs> to check back in with his university. Um, he's on sabbatical this semester. And from the looks of it, probably many semesters afterwards. <laughs> How long can he be on um, sabbatical? <laughs> um, well, Fenian's going to stretch He's going to stretch this as long as he can. Um, but so he checked in with his team of professors. Because I don't think he felt like letters were really gonna cut it with an explanation about why he went no contact for about <laughs> three months there. Um, and I think he probably took about two weeks to just hang out at the college and hang with all the people that he needed to talk to. And I actually think he probably, he definitely like, as vaguely as possible, asked some questions about like symbols and like, have you ever seen this one before? <laughs> 
I don't know how far he got with that. Um, Did he play hacky stack with the students? Definitely. Okay. He was on the quad playing ultimate frisbee. Oh my god. Um, did they call it ultimate? He did. Oh, legendary. Um, yeah, and then I think he came back. I think he's just been waiting. All right. Oh. In the library, probably desperately gleaming for information because <laughs> it's all he knows. All right. Who else? Um. Melody bought some herbs from Genji. Tripped <laughs> 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 balls. Um, but mostly just like, you know, uh, you know, practiced her instruments and like hung out with Ander and like, you know, all my bitches. And is that why your voice is yeah. so hoarse? <laughs> so hoarse from all the singing. She's yeah. been chiefing. It's definitely why. And also all the smoking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a mix. Um, Otto, you know when kids get out of college and they don't know what to do with their lives, so they hike the Appalachian Trail for six months? Mm-hmm. That's what Otto did, basically. But for a month and a half? Yeah. Where did Otto go? Well, my thinking was, we haven't really, I mean, you know, Otto's just like, he likes to, like, be camping in the woods. So, he's like, shit, I got a month, I'm about to go chill in the woods! And then, <laughs> maybe, like, with a vague eye towards, like... Oh, I could say I was looking for clues about this mysterious dark natural energy that we're talking about, but also not expecting to find anything, you know, because he's on it. <laughs> okay. Did anybody want to try to gain something from their excursion? Can I have another Terry Crews? No. <laughs> you guys can all have donuts. Yes. Um, Fennian always wants more information. Um... Why doesn't Fennian then roll a, hmm, give it to me check. A history check. Sure. He rolls a, oh man, uh, 10. What is he, so what, what did he show his colleagues? Um, the symbol that was burnt into the top of the tree, the oval with like the six things coming off. I think there's a triangle at the top. And that's it? He didn't show any other things that you gained? And the only other thing he would have shown them is the shape of the harmony chamber door thing. Like, the, I keep thinking of it as a keyhole. I don't know if that's really what it is, but, like, it's like the arrow with the... Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm... Mm -hmm. I don't... I can't describe it for yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. that thing. So those are really the two symbols. And also, um, ask you about whatever he can about... The people who worshipped Ludus. Those are like the three things. Okay, so no one that you talk to recognizes the symbols. One person gives you a small field guide on magical animals. How kind. <laughs> hoping that you may find something that links all in right. there. I will take it. And no one recognizes the name Ludus in all of the like religious... Iconography. Yeah, iconography. Fucking yeah, okay. posers weren't listening to real emo in the early 2000s. <laughs> you're st again, you're thinking Ludo. Um, Mike. Yep. You spent a month communing with nature. Yeah, just trying to be like, what's up with all that darkness? Roll a d4. D4? That's gonna be a four. Make nature, uh, check nature off on your skills for proficiency. Okay. So, Portia, you spent a week with Alma. Yes, I did. Roll a d4 also. I mean, a month and a half with Alma. How do I read this? Uh, yours will be whatever's on the bottom. One. Um, add that to your charisma. 
Oh. Add it to my charisma. Mm -hmm. Your base charisma. I don't think it'll change Aww. your charisma modifier. What is your? What will that make your charisma score? Five. Uh, nope, your charisma will still be a negative three, but it changed it's your base. Yep. Woo! And then Melody, I'm sorry. What did you do? You spent. Uh, you were smoking weed. I was smoking weed, but hanging around the temple, like chatting with everybody, you know. If you give her anything for that, I'm gonna lose it. <laughs> Social butterfly skills. <laughs> I mean, I also did some shrooms too. So, like, really, I kind of also commute with nature. Why don't you? Yeah. Why don't you roll a d4? We'll see what happens. Cool. It's <laughs> exactly what she said before she took all those shrooms. <laughs> yeah. This one's the d4, right? Yep. Yep. And yours will show whatever's on the top. That's oh, a one. one. Uh, add that to your wisdom. Cool. Cool. So, it has now been a month and a half. You've all had these short little mini vacations that you've spent doing something or another. You are grown people from this. We're starting this arc at level nine. Um, so we've all leveled up a little bit. Nobody really got anything super cool for that, right? No. Um, no. 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 Yeah. I got a new spell, but I so, do it every level. So the ninth level it. is the ma magical ambush. Yes, that's what, that's it was. what I got. Ooh. It was pretty cool. I don't know what that is. I like it. When I hide... And a creature comes and he's magic, um, they um, have a disadvantage. Oh, Ooh, I love that. That's, That's cool. cool. Ooh, we have level five spells. That's so exciting. I have. Oh, I'm sick. I'm so she got that. I can't uh, the air high five because I don't want to get you sick. I appreciate that. Really? You don't sound sick. I bet people listening won't even know. <laughs> can't even tell the difference. Yeah. So you all have come back and kind of, you know, settled back into the temple after your excursions. And it is early in the morning, and you are all in the training grounds with Cal. And she's running her, her like, her second in command is running her army or whatever, like a few of her guys through some sword work, and they're all doing their thing in the training grounds. It's a much more realized space now than they first, mm -hmm. than when they first kind of um, excavated it and she started setting it up. Um, Similar to before, about two-thirds of the room is covered in a sand-type material, um, and it's it's lined out. And then the last third of the room is a much bigger version of Genji's garden, where he's growing crops, herbs, um, other things, nefarious or otherwise. And she's got a weapons rack in there, she's got an armor rack in there, she's got some benches, and the whole ceiling is now fully open because of an unfortunate cave-in. It's <laughs> It leads all the way up. You can see outside in there. It's pretty nice, but it sucks when it rains. Not for Genji, but, you uh -huh. know, for Cal. So you're in there with her, talking to her while her second-in-command runs sword drills with some of her people. And How big is the room? Sorry. It's really huge. It's, like, it? okay. it's about the size. It's, mm, it's about the size of a football field. Oh, okay. Sure. It's really big. That is really big. So... No wonder it took them a long time to fully excavate it and set it up, and no wonder there was a cave-in yeah, while the they were working on it. Yeah, the acoustics are great in there. I love it. The uh -huh. acoustics are really nice. Yeah. So she's talking to you, and she's she's kind of messing around and asking you, like, you guys, like, you can join in on the class if you want. Like, they're doing some sword training. I don't know. Ah, uh, Fenian does. Yeah? Fenian. Uh, right. Well, listen, Fenian, you know, definitely. it's not that fancy fence and stuff that you know how to do. I don't think I do. Well, you just seem like the type. I am proficient with absolutely nothing but a dagger when it comes to melee. So I pick it up like the wrong way and like cut myself. I'm like, ooh, it's sharp. Wrong end, buddy. She grabs you by the shoulder and she, she sends you out like, go see the healer. All right. It's, it's 
too much already. Smacks out the ass. It's just too much I cast Cure Wounds on myself. Yeah. I'm going. You playing with them? Heck yeah. All right. As you guys are talking, um, Otto, are you the only one who didn't join in? Or Melody, did you join in? I'll join in, yeah. I'm like waiting. I'm kind of like standing off to the side, like expecting Cal to ask me to help her teach, not join the class. (laughs) Oh, jeez. So she's just kind of awkwardly standing there watching them and you're standing by her side. And as this is happening... um, Cal, you mean? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, That's exactly what I would do. Yeah. As as this is happening, a person in a green robe uh, walks quickly in and approaches you, and she says... Me? Um, yes. And she says, um, Otto, Morgana has requested you and, and the other three investigators to join her in her quarters. Urgently? Mm, quickly. All right. With haste. ASAP. Okay, I round up my Motley crew. Okay. Um, you guys have actually never been to Morgana's quarters before. They are in the dorms. When you walk down the dorm hallway, all the way at the end is your room, or, um, Genji's room, and immediately to the left of that is a staircase, a spiral staircase that leads downward. When you go down there, the room that is on the end on that floor, what is directly beneath Genji's room, it's the biggest room on the floor, is Morgana's quarters. And you walk in and it's not a bedroom. She must have a bedroom somewhere else. It's her office, actually, and it's quite clustered. There's no natural light in here. And there are bookshelves, tables, chairs, chests, boxes, crates, just filled with materials, clues, all kinds of things in there. And she's standing behind her desk with her back to you when you enter the room, all four of you. I'm highly suspicious, but I go in. Always I don't like the like pu- like silhouette of someone with their back to me. Okay. Yeah, it's a little sinister. It's a little sinister. The person who guided you down there says, oh, Morana, I, I brought the four investigators. I'll be on my way. And she leaves the four of you in there with her. And Morgana turns around and she says, Oh, hello, you four. How, how, how's, how's your day been? You're an imposter. I just know it. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> you and I just had dinner together last night. <laughs> Portia, what the fuck? Sorry, continue. <laughs> oh, God, Portia. What happened to you? Too do much you sugar. Need, do you need to talk to somebody? <laughs> oh. Narrowed eyes. <laughs> You're like doing those SpongeBob eyes. You like Krabby Patties, don't you, Squidward? <laughs> um, That's exactly it. So she kind of like, she she's a little more disheveled than you've ever seen her before, and she kind of like brushes some hair out of her face. And approaches the four of you with uh, this folder of papers in her hand. And she gestures to the room at large without even looking up. And she says, have a seat. Let's have a chat. There's really nowhere for you to sit. I I sit on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I sit, you know, cross-legged, straight-backed, arms crossed. Expecting to get in trouble. (laughs) Melody leans. I love Celine. Benny just hovers. Yeah, Fenian just, like, stands and okay. is, like, he sort of, like, crunches down a little. He doesn't, like, sit anywhere. He just sort of, like, reduces his height. <laughs> Cr- <You don't. laughs> he hunkers. Yes, exactly. Okay. He just sort of, like, hold. Love. Okay. It'd be cool to have someone who's not awkward in the party, but, you no, know. It's not possible. <laughs> it is not. So, yeah, so she, like, looks up and just kind of, like, uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> so, I know you guys have been waiting for a mission for a while now, and I'm sorry, but all of the leads are kind of leading to nowhere right now. There is one place 
it looks like some it looks like there could be a lead there but so far no particular information has led us to believe that there is an active breaking down of the natural works you know what i mean it doesn't look like there's anything particularly like tragic happening like like in the whistling willows or in the wastelands but we believe that there's something happening within the gem mines of everstar on the Luna Coast. It's a, a fairly big city. It is ruled by a monarchy. The ruler is kind of crazy, but like in a weird way, not like a menacing way. They're just very strange. So it seems like someone or something is sneaking into and ravaging the mines in Everstar. Everstar is a mining city. They mine rare gems and gemstones from the mines beneath the coast. And so far, we're hearing rumors and urban myths, quote-unquote, that there is something ravaging the mines and causing cave-ins, almost ghostly happenings, and killing miners. So we want you four to go into the town and um, investigate. Basically, we want you guys to go out there and gain this information and, and maybe get ahead of this get ahead of the path that we usually follow here. Hell yeah. So we, yeah. we don't have any particular connections in that city, unfortunately. So I don't have someone to send you to meet. But basically all you need to know is the city is built in tiers. The castle sits along the entire curvature of this cliff that overlooks the shore. And below that are all of the um, dukes, duchesses, and aristocrats, the most wealthy people in the city, in a small circle directly beneath the castle. Around that is about the middle working class, and below that are the farmers, servants, merchants, things like that. It's a cake. It's kind of a cake, but in a crescent moon shape. Oh, because it's Half stuck against the cliff? Yes. Yep. It's all stuck against the cliff. Uh, it, it leads up to the Luna Coast but that is designated to no one in particular. You know, they all share the coast. Yeah. It's whatever. <laughs> it is up on a large cliff, so most of the town just sends out directly to, like, a 200-foot drop to the water. Um, hmm. So we are going to send you out to the outer ring. And you can travel into the city as travelers and do what you think you must. We are sending you the night before the ruler is throwing a party. They have taken matters into their own hands because their right hand, Ula Aberdeen, is not getting the results that they're looking for. So they're throwing a party to kind of do their own manner of scoping out who might be going into the mines in the city. So they've invited everyone to this ball that they usually only invite the upper ring to. They've invited the upper and middle ring. So we want you to figure out a way to get into that ball without an invitation. All right? Yeah, yeah, we haven't done any real roguey shit. This is fun. It's gonna be good. Yeah, we um, crashed this. Also, I just want to say, like, you're being kind of ominous, but it seems like probably a good sign if we're getting out further and further ahead of this kind of disastrous stuff, right? Like but, I said, this seems like a way more hands-on kind of thing that we need to, like, gain the information for, which is kind of your thing. It's like good news. Yeah. We, we, you're pretty confident. Like, we're impressed. Hey! All right? Can we have some money? No. We haven't been... So much money. Haven't been paid in a month and a half. You got Morgana. paid for your last mission. I sent you out on any Yeah, mission. and then I've been unemployed for a month and a half. I'm hungry. Okay. I got a... I got a pterodactyl... Porsche made donuts two nights ago. 
She did. I'm They're keto. I'm trying to stay keto. There's <laughs> keto friendly ones. There's keto donuts? <laughs> I'd like to see a keto They're donut. in the kitchen. Anyway, back to D&D. Did you mention the, the monarch's kitchen. name? Um, yes, the monarch's name is Roscoe Cresshart. They, them. And they are pretty weird. Just letting you know that up front. Wait, Roscoe Cresshart? Roscoe Cresthart. And their little sister is the princess to the kingdom. Ula uh, Aberdeen? No. That's U- the second. Ula Aberdeen is, is their right hand. Right hand. Um, she's, a, she's the kingdom sorcerer. I'm sorry, it's not a kingdom because they're not a king. She's Jafar. It's an aristocracy? It's a plutocracy? Well, you said a monarchy. It is a monarchy. Oh. A gender-fluid monarchy. So their right hand sorcerer, her name is Ula Aberdeen. She's an older high elf, and she practices magic for the ruler themselves. Whatever they want, she conjures. They are. She's also their, you know, economic leader, their um, war specialist, their negotiator, all of those things. She's their right hand. And she's, like I said, not stepping up to par to their liking. So, so it seems, anyway. Um, and the ruler's little sister, her name is June Cresthart. And she's the princess. She just does whatever she wants. She's got no responsibilities. She seems pretty cool. <laughs> um, all right, so we're going to send you into the lower ring. That's basically like the farmland. Hell yeah. Okay, so um, yeah. gather your things, get ready, and head out to the courtyard. Indeed. Alrighty. We're crashing a party. Heck Montage. Yeah. My favorite <laughs> Yeah, does anybody need to do anything? Okay, alright. <laughs> Cowboy hat. Does anybody need to do anything in particular to... Did you put Terry's on? Put his little tiny one on. <laughs> um, no, I just got... No, I don't. No, I'm good. I already right. make sure we have like food and water yep okay so yeah you guys oh we have that magic water thing you guys meet in the um courtyard a person is already waiting there for you in the mandala so they teleport you into this farmland really honestly they they teleport you just beyond a wheat field and past the wheat field you see like wheat. okay oh, you see a cow a cow farm a sheep farm and beyond that, a dense city. And beyond that, the top of a giant, gleaming castle. And I actually have a gift for you all. Oh, we get a present. It's a princess castle. Oh, oh. is it a map? Yes! Oh, I'm it's so awesome. excited. Holy shit. Yes. It's been too damn long. Did you draw this? I did. It's This is so cool. So, pretty just... city. You can see oh my the God. lower tier there. Yep. And above that is the middle tier. And above that is the upper ring. And this is the castle. Cool. So this is the coast wow. that it sits along. And then this, or the, the cliff. And then this is the shore, the coast. Um, we're out like over here. Yep, you're past that farm. Yeah. That that is. So I know, <laughs> I know that this is all 3D. And then I was like, fuck that. I'm drawing the rest 2D, so I just drew roofs. I love that. Because when I, I eventually that. was like, well, what do other D&D maps look like? And I looked, They're and they all, all just down. top yeah. down. So I gave up. But uh, cool. just love assume that. that some of those in the middle tier are, are second story, and assume that some of those in the lowest tier are dormered. Cool. Oh, right? okay. Hmm. What's dormered? It means they are single story, but they have a second story that's just pops up out of the roofs. So yeah, you guys are now uh, just beyond this farmland looking on into this big, beautiful city. What's your move? Walk. We're going in. All right. Walk, walk, walk. Okay. <laughs> You're walking. You pass... Uh, Terry Cruz is looking for danger. Okay, you pass uh, 
uh, through the between those two animal farms and into the middle tier, and it is bustling and crowded and and noisy and fun, and it smells like fish. Mm. Um, is it fair to assume that the lower tier is also sort of their farmers? They're a little dirty or lower Much class. Much poorer, middle, middle class, class, and then upper, upper class. Tier, yeah, okay. aristocratic. Um, I use my cloak of many fashions to match sort of the feel of the wow. wealth of this area. And a chameleon. Okay. Just, right yes, through. I want to blend in. Okay. Yeah, you are walking through this town, and now Fenian kind of blends in, and the rest of you are still pretty dirty looking. Aww. Not that dirty, dirty looking. Dirty. You're all dirty looking. I, I wear have my the... sexy clothes from the elf place on. Yeah, and I got fancy skin. I actually do too, so I sort of like tie my robe shut a little bit so okay. you can't see the stuff underneath. Okay. Porsche's a little dirty. That's fine. <laughs> she accepts more. that though. Yep. She's happy with that. Most dwarves are a little dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, what's the move, guys? Can well, we, I do a perception check. What are you trying to find? Or Just wants to see. An investigation check? Sure. Because I'm looking, because like they said that, is it just really in the caves that people are like going missing? So there's, that's not around us. Right it's, just that, it's just that miners are being injured and dying. No one's going missing in this town. Yeah. Miners are being injured by like random cavings <coughs> that shouldn't have happened and all of this stuff. Hmm. Where are the mines? The mines, so do you see where Past E18 the... is? Yes. It's, oh, it's way off way? to the left okay. of the city. It's not connected to the city. But we're not here to go into the mines. We're here to get into that yes. party. Yeah, to see what's going on. Um... When is the party? Tonight? Tonight tomorrow night. Oh, oh, okay. So, let's go make some lodging. rich friends. Yeah. yeah. Can we There is a dirty. gate here between the low or the middle and upper tier. Is this something you can freely pass through or something that's guarded and like the upper tier is the upper tier and if you're lower then you don't come through. There are guards stationed there. You will be questioned. That's you have all. your robes on. I have yeah, invisibility. I can look fancy. So, do you want me to give you a layout of this map? Yeah, kind of. I don't know what's around me. Okay. We're, like, here. Yep, so you're about there. Um, this whole area is an outdoor market. This, let me look at my key. E15. Yep. Noodle. That is a tavern that you're near. Um, <laughs> E12 is just She's a very ready. large apartment complex. Oh, okay. E11 is another tavern. So you're about just about right between two taverns. Yeah. Um, E10 is just a little park. E9 is a shop. And that is the fish market. E8 is the fish, is market, the fish market right next to the docks. All right? Cool. Um, what kind of store is E9? I mean, we're not near it. We can walk over and see. You can walk over and see. <laughs> um, but we need to be fancy. So shouldn't we fancy. go up? Oh, no, you said there's guards. They're going to look at well, you. There's also like, mm. more than one gate, right? There's four. So what do we have to get fancy? Mm-hmm. And get... then that's just a, a wall into an yeah, alley. Yeah, yeah, okay. You got to get fancy, baby. So what's your move? Yeah, um, I guess first things first, we got to ingratiate ourselves into that upper echelon of society. Let's so go buy Porsche some clothes. Yup. We got to get through, yep. get through um, the upper I'll tier. buy new clothes as well. Oh. Can we buy clothes? To emulate, like, the upper class in this district? How many... Sorry. Or do we have to, like, find that out? <laughs> you do whatever you want. You How many guards are stationed at each gate? Two guards per gate. Fantastic. We're not killing the guards. Um, I have suggestions. Oddly, that's not what I was going to oh. say. <laughs> um, yeah, if you have suggestion... It's, it's going to cost a spell slot, but, but I don't yes. mind. 
Um, if, especially if it's tomorrow. <laughs> are you guys just standing there and contemplating this right now? Um, like the four of you are just crowded looking around. Yeah, I feel like we are kind of just like scratching our chins like, mm. how should we go about this okay, mission? so as you guys are actually standing in the middle of a four-way intersection, just kind of looking at the city, talking amongst yourselves in a city that is on the move, everybody's moving around. Um, Otto, you're standing there with your back to the street behind you, looking at your friends, and you're jolted forward. And behind you, you hear, oh, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. That was totally my bad. I'm so sorry. And like a clattering of... of of a basket behind you and you turn around and there is a very sh small human blonde girl in a sundress picking up a basket um, of, of foods apologizing to you. I grunt. Portia helps her. <laughs> she says, oh my gosh, thank you so much. That's so kind of you. You're welcome. Oh, well that's not as kind. <laughs> no. no. I'll be on my way then. No, please, I'm sorry. Okay. Well, my name's Finley. Thank you much for helping me pick up my stuff. Are you guys new in town? You don't look too familiar. How did you know? Well, <laughs> is it everything about it's pretty much everything about you? I am seven feet tall with a dinosaur on my yeah. shoulders. Does that mean fun? Nah. How's she dressed? Is she dressed middle she's, here? Yeah, she, no, she's dressed in like a sundress, but the sundress is kind of ragged. Mm -hmm. um, and her hair is kind of sloppily put up. All right. Is she pretty? She is quite pretty. She's just a petite little, like... Blonde girl? Yeah, a little blonde girl. Um, I'd say maybe about 19 or 20. Anyone with charisma want to ask about the party? No, oh, everybody from the middle tier is invited, huh? Mm-hmm. I forgot you said that. Okay. Wait. Oh, I thought we had to get up. You gotta, no, we you gotta don't. get an invitation. I totally forgot. Oh, we just have to get um, an invitation. From what, living here? <coughs> oh, we just have to find a way into the party. So, it depends how many guards are stationed, but I okay. totally can. I'm like, Finley, Do where the party at? To the party. Oh, are you guys talking about the, 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 the ruler's party? Yeah, we came to party. Mm. Oh, well, do you have an invitation? That's kind of cool that they invited outsiders. I didn't know they yes, did that. Yes, we do have an invitation. Oh, oh we do. sick. Oh, we I, do. I don't, well, I guess I'll see you there then. You're oh, you're invited? going? Oh, well, I work in the castle, so. Fantastic. I'm one of the, I'm one of the princess's handmaids. Are mm. they hiring? No, I don't think so. I think we're using our regular kitchen staff. Why, do you guys not really have invitations to this yes, party? No, of I, I do. totally do. Mm. Portia, roll a, per, a persuasion check on that, baby. Yikes, sorry, everybody. <laughs> Portia, you, you were not. Yeah. That was not your fault. That was all of us. <laughs> really not selling. I have really high career. I said we had an invitation. Portia's pushing. 20. Oh, she rolled a nat 20. Ooh. Oh, all right. Well, that's really cool. I mean, I it's 18, gonna... actually. Oh. No, it's a 20. You don't add my Oh, okay. okay. You, uh, you guys are going to change before the party, right? Yeah, yes. we have fancy clothes around here. Well, the market sells some clothes in the provision shop, but no fancy clothes are sold except for in the upper ring. Hmm. Oh, perfect. We'll just go there then. Oh. She, like, <laughs> looks at you up and down, and she says, you know, um... I was just on my way to bring my brother his lunch. If you'll if you'll give me like a couple minutes or accompany me to the mines to bring him his lunch, I can bring you up to the uh, to the fancy clothes shop. I tell them that I buy stuff for the princess all the time. Like I could just tell them that I'm buying stuff for people in the castle, and then you're good. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah. that would be. Try that. 
Excellent. We'll wait here. You go get the. You're a real one. No, I want to go to the mine. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Going on this way. Here we go. Even though I hate that we're always going into scary underground places where it doesn't have any benefit to have a big flying dinosaur on your side. Sorry, Terry. It's fine. Um, so you guys actually approach the mine, and it's an above-ground entrance. It's like a, it's like a medium-sized building above ground um, that, when you enter, actually has a huge hole that leads into this hill that then crests downward into the ground. And on your right when you enter is uh, an office, and on the door it says, in common, foreman's office. And on the left is a, a row of lockers. And she walks in, and there's a young man sitting on a chair beside the lockers and she says Oren I brought you your lunch how come you're inside today and he says oh I I actually just got back up from from the floor down thanks thanks Finley who's who are your friends and he looks at all of you Portia <laughs> <laughs> he reaches out his hand and he says nice to meet you Portia you too nice Melody <laughs> Fanian I am Otto in full <laughs> sentences. He looks at you and he's kind of like, I am Orin. Does he speak common? No, no. I, nod, I nod as if that it makes perfect sense what he's saying. Yeah. Okay, cool. Great. Awesome. Nice to meet you guys. Uh, Finley, I'm glad you found yourself some friends. I love when we find outsiders in our city. Not many people come through this way anymore. Why? I don't know. You know, we're a big city. Our ruler's kind of strange. The mind The mysterious mind ghosts. Mind ghosts. Tell me about these mind ghosts, Orin. So I'm really surprised that some outsiders have heard about the mind ghosts, but yeah, you know, if everybody just says it's an old wives' tale, but uh, some of the other guys and I were talking, and, and one of the one of the older miners said he actually heard it himself not too long ago. There are cave-ins all over the place, and lately we've been hearing this strange calling sound and this like. I haven't heard this part, but apparently there's this, like, really creepy wailing. Wailing. <laughs> wailing. That sounds scary. Why are you... <laughs> We're all, like, accidentally doing the accent. Just want to fit in. Well, there's a wailing. Well, we'll help you with that later. First, we gotta go find fancy clothes. Let's go, Finley. Oh, right. I, I told these fine folks that I would I would dress them up for the party. They they done been invited. I'm like, yeah. And Definitely. as we're leaving, I'm like, Orin, careful down here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Otto. <laughs> uh, yeah, all right. That happens. That's really fun. Yeah, she leads you back into the town, and she leads you up through the centermost gate. Um, into the town and as you enter with her she kind of like nods the guard the guards off they know her because she works in the castle and she um, brings you to three buildings to the right of the castle um, are on the left hand side e19 oh yes is uh, a clothing shop called give me a minute here's my plot of the oh, century or my, my pun of the century Rock it to me. Ooh, get it? Sock it to me. Rock it. Okay. Nobody laughed. It was it was fine. <laughs> I like it. I'm done writing this little fucking campaign. You guys never laugh at my jokes anymore. <laughs> uh, it is a fine clothing store. 
set up very much like a fine boutique and you enter it is it is very clean in here very ornate a lot of golden <clears throat> trim and crown molding it's like the fanciest building you've ever been in mm. i love that and um finley leads you into the building and she approaches a woman who is adjusting a mannequin with a very frilly dress on it and she oh, says how frail uh, I'm just picking out some clothes for these here new hands for the, uh, for the party. Just gonna pick them out. And Frill looks down at her and, like, looks her up and down and says, Fine. It's on June's bill. Oh, shit. And, uh, Finley says, <clears throat> Finley turns around and gives you a double thumbs up. Heck yeah. I love her. Yeah. Finley. I break away from the I'm group, but I make my cloak look, like, really fancy to match. Okay. What are you guys picking out? Fancy clothes. I think I'm already wearing fancy clothes. I think they're definitely dirtied and torn, so definitely keep that in mind. Oh, okay. You all have sustained Also, it's free. It's free, so let's fancy up. You know what? Okay. Is there a sparkly dress? <clears throat> yes. I picked that one. <laughs> it's so... It's... <laughs> you know the dress that Ariel appears in at the end of... The Little Mermaid. Yeah. She walks out of the sea in this, yeah. like, sleeveless, cut, uh, hem Green. gown. That's what Portia's wearing tonight. But it's oh, yeah. really short. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm down. Okay. Um, like, it's short to match you, so it is, it oh, is okay. floor length for you, but it's... Aww. It's short. I love it. I put it on and I absolutely fall in love. Okay. I just want to be as simple as possible because I don't want to look too steampunk. I don't like I'm a dragon man. If I try to dress fancy, I'm gonna look steampunk, and it's a it's a slippery slope, you know. Right, so what kind of what kind of simple formal are you going for? Just like a like a, a frill neck top and a vest with some some dress pants. Can I even go like? Is there some kind? I'm I feeling like. This isn't cultural appropriation because I'm a dragonborn man. Is there? <laughs> yeah. That's it. Why did that come to your mind? Because she said remarkable. sparkly. I thought it was that. Yeah, but one. so in your <laughs> me too ram, when someone says sparkly dress, the first thing at the front of your brain is the last scene in The Little Mermaid. I was thinking what what <laughs> could possibly look the funniest on Portia, and I'm ripped. So she's <laughs> so buff and so short. Uh, can I get something like Jianyu in The Good Place? You know what I like, mean? Like monk a monk's robes? robes? Yeah. That's fancy. <laughs> I guess so. That's what I want. I don't want to wear... Sorry, are you masquerading as a monk to this party? No, I just... That's my fancy. Okay. You know? What color? <laughs> fancy. <It's> sparkly. <laughs> so they're black and white and he's also wearing a bow tie. No, they're yeah! like gold. They're like gold. Oh my god. They're nice and fancy. He's wearing golden robes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Melody, what are you, what are you I picking I want up? something classy. Like, Ooh. hmm. Like something like at the Yule Ball. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. You, uh, you pick out, hmm. I'm like, damn, Melody, you look like you could get stood up by Ron Weasley tonight, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I want to look like I'm getting that crumb deep. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, that was the grossest thing you've ever said. 
That Victor Crumb. Crumbie Crumb. Yeah. Uh, this will be my last podcast. <laughs> I am walking into the sea. Uh, Melody, you are wearing a high neck dress with poofy sleeves and a very fancy hat. How poofy? <gasps> like pretty poofy. And they're sheer, too. Okay. You get a hat. And you've got, you've got a purple corset on over your dress and a big rump. All right. Ooh, she fancy fancy. It's one of them fancy dresses. You got How's my hat? roll on. Is that a thick hat? It's a very wide-rimmed hat. Hmm. Okay, uh, and does Fenian pick anything out? Yes, um, a military-esque sort of jacket. Okay. Okay, and you're gonna wear that under your cloak and everything? Yeah. Okay, you're wearing a navy and gold military-esque tuxedo jacket with uh, shoulder caps and coattails and matching dress pants and a white dress shirt underneath. And what what is your cloak of whatever's look like? What's it called? Cloak of Fashions. Cloak of Fashions. Um, actually, I feel like the cloak comes off for this one. Okay, cool. I don't cool. think it works over the top of it. All right, yeah, uh, awesome. So you guys are all, you've all picked out your dress to the nines outfits, and uh, Finley's kind of standing there fiddling with her thumbs, and she says, awesome, uh, I'll get you guys some garment bags for those. Just so you know, they're not going to let you in with all them weapons and whatnot, like on your body. You have, like, any way to store those, or... Can we stay at your house? Is this what I'm wearing? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Sick. Hot. (laughs) Pretty much. What is that? It's Rachel McAdams and Sherlock. Love that. Like, pretty much. God damn. Love that. Wow, we're all so drastically different from each other. It's unreal. (laughs) You're all from different time periods. (laughs) Exactly. Oh my god, I love it. Hey, it's your DM, Jamie. As always, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Attempted Adventure. I hope you really liked it. This coming arc is much longer than the last few, and I really hope that you enjoy it because we had a lot of fun with it. As always, if you are enjoying what you're hearing, make sure you're following us on Twitter and Instagram at AAdventureCast because I post a lot of good stuff there. Not only do I post like trailers about the episodes, but I also post maps and memes and I communicate a lot with the D&D community on there so if you want to be heard be seen make sure you're posting about the show with the hashtag attempted adventure cast as well as tagging us so that I can see the things that you post and react and interact with you be sure that you're following us on whatever platform it is that you get your favorite podcasts and if you would leave us a rating and review on iTunes that would super duper help us it would boost the show other people would see it and then you would have a lot of other people to kind of interact with about the show comes full circle (laughs) anyway I really hope that you enjoyed this episode and I hope that you are looking forward to more. And as always, I will catch you in the next one. Bye!